the vibes welcome back to another episode of the hoop genius podcast brought to you by nba 2k23 myself momentsy alongside the legendary the one the only mr bj armstrong real name no gimmicks no gimmicks bro. no gimmicks no, no gimmicks whatsoever listen it's the nba finals game one just wrapped up. it's beautiful it's, it's just 4 a.m and game one yeah, of the finals yeah, is finished yeah. in a west coast tip Usually it'll be uh, 6 a.m. It's beautiful. It feels like an early night for me. Um, we're going to talk all things NBA Finals. We're going to break down all the action. The one question I've been getting from everyone today, my, my feeds on social have been filled and my phone has been blown. Why are we not at the NBA Finals? I think that we I, have... You know, uh, I, I have no idea. Mo, I, I so, really don't. I don't so, know why we're not there. So, you know, i got to keep it 100 with the listeners. i got to okay, keep it 100 well, with the listeners. Keep it, keep it 100. We're not at the NBA Finals. Because the Celtics, no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> we only go with the Celtics. No, I'm kidding. We're not at the NBA Finals. Uh, the broadcaster we work for decided that it's not the best allocation of their resource to invest in covering the NBA like we did last year, even though it was fantastic and people talk about it all the time. Um, they decided to put their money into other sports, which is cool. Fair enough for them. Well done. Um, so that leaves us here doing a podcast, which is great for you guys. Um, not so great for myself, who had the best month of my life last year the nba finals was like everything i've worked for in the world it finally comes true and then fast forward 12 months and it's all crumbling down but that's whatever so if you do want to support the kid uh link in the description sign up to my newsletter it's now one pound a month so you can sign up there if you want more of my thoughts and insights help me pay these bills my thinking bj is i've got ten thousand followers on twitter if i can get 10 percent of them to sign up thousand people at one pound a month that's a good start so it's, it's, if you want to support the boy it's one pound a month i, I know yeah. you guys be spending your money on stupider stuff than that so because uh <laughs> i ain't getting no tv money no more so that's a shame <laughs> that's a shame but we'll see next season if we find a new home or we can figure something out because i believe we owe a duty to the people to provide them with the best coverage in the game i mean the coverage on tv has been absolutely abysmal respectfully oh wow respectfully oh, did, did you see Stephen not... a smith's alternative stream for the game yeah you know i did watch a little bit of a, a, did, a i watched a little bit of that did, did you, you watch think? the part where he was discussing drinking breast milk with josh hart you know i okay i must admit i turned it off okay so, i was like you know what so here's the i thing. was wanting to watch the game yeah so here's the thing right I get you're going to talk about random stuff doing a watch along. I've done many watch alongs. I would never talk about that, first of all. Second of all, I understand it's a 20 point lead in the fourth quarter and you want to find things to talk about. And Josh Hart tweeted about it the other day. Cool. They were talking about it at the, the score was 11 to four. There is so much of the game that you need to talk about and you're out here talking about that. Insane. And then you have the, it's on ABC, so they have ESPN on ABC. At least when it's on TNT, you get like funny coverage of you know, um, Shaq and Kenny and Charles and Ernie. It's not quite the same when they have Stephen A. Smith and Jalen Rose and those guys, respectfully to them. They're good at their shows, but the live games, I don't think it's their bag necessarily. Um, and then over here at BBC Sport, they had the great Mark Stein, writer from the States in their studio. Um, and they Oh, just, really? Yeah, they did. He's, he's here for the, uh, for the football. Man City, big Man City fan. Okay. So they decided to fill their halftime show talking about Manchester City versus Manchester United and talking about Victor Wembenyama, 
who I didn't realize was playing in the uh, NBA Finals. So that's the great coverage on TV. So if you want the realness, you know where to find us. We're here at the Hoop Genius Podcast. And let's get into it, BJ. What a game it was for the Denver Nuggets. An absolute runaway win. Um, you know, and and here's the craziest part for me. We're going to get into all, all sides of things. When people say the regular season doesn't matter, they could not be more wrong. These guys play mm-hmm. twice in the regular season. There are different conferences, mm-hmm. which means they only play twice. So the Nuggets won both games, but the Nuggets found great success in going to the post. They also noticed that the Joker was getting a lot of attention from the Miami defense. So who did they go to? Aaron Gordon. He played great against Miami in the last in the December 30th regular season matchup, last time we played against them. And to start off tonight's game, who did they go to? They went to Aaron Gordon. He had 12 points in the first quarter, led the Lemon Nuggets. Anytime that he set a screen, Miami switched, and um, he would have a mismatch, and he would just use his pure physicality and size, down low, back to the basket, scoring easy opportunities. Miami obviously recognized this and stopped switching to try and limit him moving on from that. But that's how it started off the game, you know. In the first 10 minutes, Nikola Jokic had six assists, but didn't take a single shot. They were they were very worried about the Joker. Bam started out by fronting Nikola Jokic, which means when he stands in front of him to deny the catch. Um, but Aaron Gordon got cooking early on. Um, it was great for them to, to start the game. On the other side of things, Bam Adebayo was absolutely fantastic in terms of scoring the basketball, which is quite rare for him. Um even though he is an all-star, it's not often you see him in, in this playoffs, particular finished with 26 points, um, but an absolute blowout. Miami couldn't hit a shot from three. Um, they finished 13 of 39 from downtown. However, you know, at halftime, there were four of 17. So a lot of those came late in the fourth quarter. And the biggest storyline here is they only got to the free throw line twice. I think it's an NBA record lowest amount of free throws taken in a finals game. Two free throw attempts by mm. Haywood Highsmith, who had a great wow. game. He had 18 points. You play defense without fouling. I mean, give those guys credit. Listen, it was the, the big topic before this game was what's going to be worse? Is it having to gut through a seven game series and then fly to Denver and play or have a week of rest and not play at all preparing for game one in the NBA finals, not knowing who you're going to face. Clearly playing a seven game series was a lot more taxing as you could see the effects on the Miami Heat. I'm not saying that's the only reason they lost. It was a fantastically executed game plan from Denver. However, you could see the effects of those tired legs. Those three point shots that would usually go down just didn't go down. Um, You know, getting into the paint and attacking game foul calls, it just wasn't there for them. On the other side, as you rightly said, defense without fouling, the Nuggets played an amazing game on both offense and defense. But what were your biggest takeaways from it, BJ? Well, you know, my my, my biggest takeaway, Mo, was, was the following. It, you're exactly right. It was a quick turnaround. If I heard this correctly, they went immediately after the game in Boston, game seven, and flew straight to Denver. And that game, I believe, was Monday night. So you have Tuesday, Wednesday, and then they play tonight, which is Thursday night here in the States. Mm-hmm. It's impossible to put in any type of game plan. You said this was now, a six-game series for Miami. <laughs> you said game one yeah, was yeah, already I, 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 Yeah, yeah. I, 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 so this game was just an experiment. You know, Coach, you know, I, I – 
Coach Bo would never admit it, but this game had no game plan. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's just play. We had responsibilities. They had the media, they had to do all of the pregame stuff and NBA finals and da 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 da. Right, right, and, right, yeah. right. The photo, yeah. The, the 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 you know we've been that I saw it last year yeah yeah commissioner there's the this that da 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 so coach Spo said listen let's just show up do our league obligations and then we'll be able to implement our game plan after game one I mean you, you could tell I mean coach Spo didn't give you you he had no animation he just clearly experimented to see what they were going to do versus zone what they're going to do versus man. How are they going to utilize, you know, uh, uh, Jokic? How are they going to utilize Murray? What was their substitutions? Who, you know, he was just getting a game plan here. Now, the real game plan will be game two. Mm-hmm. That that Now they've been there, you know, almost four or five days. Give your time. You know what, Mo? I want to say this and no excuses, but the – the altitude is a real thing in Denver. If we, for, we saw the for, um, we saw some of the TNT guys, they had their uh, little oxygen mask going on before. Yeah, the game. For, well, I think for, they were doing for, NBA TV, but for those you know, for our listeners who've never been there, it's a real thing. You need time to kind of get yourself adjusted. So, just don't show anything. Now, Denver put a lot of emphasis on Game One, and and this is how you know a team is really focused. Miami has won. Every game one of every series thus far. Mm-hmm. They beat Milwaukee. They beat New York. Uh, New York. And then they beat Boston all in game. All one. on the road as well. All Okay. And you can tell that Denver was ready. They were ready. They're, they're, they are focused. Okay. And they've, and let's not forget, ladies and gentlemen, that they've been off for about 10 days. So this was a great game for them. Their attention span was there. They were prepared for this. And now the the series really starts in game two. Now, Coach Spo has tape. He can show these guys. We made shots. I think the the kid Hayward. Uh, Hayward has, Highwood, just when you think the Miami Heat have run out of players that most people have never heard of, they, 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 they find something. another one. Yeah. You know, Jimmy only had about 15 or 14, 15 points or something. 13 points they figured out some things they could do. Okay. Now, game two is the one they're going to put the game plan in and try to win. Mm Because they know they got to win one if they're going to win the series. Okay. So, not taking away anything Denver did. Great job by Denver. However, game two, you're going to see a different team. And Sunday will be the game that, Mo, you and I really need to be focused, dissect, and see what's going on here. Because you can tell – in game one, just by looking, that there's really nothing they can do. Right, you could see when they switch, you could see that that's a major problem. So they know they can't switch. So they're going to have to shore that up. Or however, they're going to do. What's, what's interesting World. is is they had a lot of talk before this game about Miami's zone defense and how that might cause problems for Denver. But Miami didn't actually go to that. M- much or at all when Jokic was on the floor because he can pick it apart by getting to the middle of the floor yeah, and finding passes. You don't passes. want to play zone. You don't but they went zone. to it in the non-Jokic minutes, which yeah, is cool in the regular season, but in the playoffs, he's going to play 40 minutes or more every game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You, you, you can't. Zone is a bad idea versus Jokic because of his 
I mean, listen. You know, I, 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 you know, there's a lot of things I've seen in my basketball life, but I can't recall Mo. As I'm what I'm about to say, I can't recall ever seeing a center can dominate a game without scoring. And what's crazy is he felt like he wasn't even scoring. He finished with 27 points. That's what I'm saying. Like, like Mo, I, I've seen centers dominate the game on the defensive end. I've seen centers dominate shot blocking without scoring. You know, most of the time you'll score or whatever. I've never seen a center, Mo, dominate a game. And he wasn't dominating on the defensive end, but he was dominating the game just on his ability to pass. And I not mean, just Mo, not just that. It's his setting screens. It's his dribble handoffs. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's and being Mo, completely he's, unselfish basketball. Yeah, he's never he's, posted he's, up demanding the ball. He's doing the necessary things on every possession to get his teammates in the best position to score the basketball. He finished with 10 yeah, rebounds he, and 14 yeah. assists. I mean, he, he, he is simply... he. You know, every now and then you'll see something. Well, he is a very, very unique player. And, and you know, Mo, like, he's just unique. Like, I, I don't know what to Like, he's finesse and physical all in one. He's, you know, he's not moving fast, Mo, but he's somehow he gets around you, <laughs> okay? You know he's not going to blow by you, but you respect his jab. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like there's things you try to take away from him. Like, well, like, you know, I was watching him tonight and he would fake and people respect his fake. It's not like he's a great athlete. Like he fakes and he's going to go by you. Like, well, he can't like, go by you. I think even when he does go by someone though, because his body is so big and he puts the ball on the floor, even though it's slow, you can't steal it because you got to get around him. He, he, he's just, so, he is really like, well, like, if you are a true basketball fan, like a basketball fan, not a Denver Nuggets fan or whatever team you, you know, you root for, but if you're just a basketball fan, you got to watch him. You know, I, I was, my dad and I were watching the game together and, and dad's like, who he, who does he remind you of? And my dad, my dad is like a huge, I mean, my, my, that's how I got into basketball is my dad. My dad, when I was young, my dad would take me to see all the old timers, the Bob Lanier's being from Detroit and Dave being and all those guys. Mm -hmm. But he was like, you know, you know who he reminds me of? I was like, who dad? He was like, Larry Bird. Mm -hmm. That same it just jump took me a little time. Scoot from all the way behind his head. Yeah, it, He said, it just took me a little time to understand that. You know what? He's that good. And I was like, you think so dad? So I started watching him. And you know what? He does play like Larry Bird. Like he was like, he was like, B, remember the first time you know, dad calls me B. He's like, B, remember the first time you called me after playing against the Boston Celtics, right? But it was certain <laughs> places that my dad and I like, we would watch it and you see it on television. So my first night playing in the Boston Garden, it was like it was like a treat. Like, you know, you know, I, I you know, we, you know, we were Magic Johnson fans. So, you know, we were always rooting for the Lakers against the Celtics. And, you know, friends. Magic, well, well, Magic is from, he's, he's a Michigan he's, kid. Yeah, so he's we from Lansing. The whole time. Yeah. yeah, he's from, he's a, so after the Boston game, and uh, he was like, what was the floor like? My dad was like, I need to, you know, what was the floor like? What was the locker room like? You know, and I'm giving my dad like, and I was like, dad, but you know what I didn't expect? He was like, what's that? He's like, B, what's that? I was like, 
Larry Bird is like 6'10". Mm-hmm. He was like, I thought he was only like 6'8". I was like, no, Dad. I was like, he's like 6'10". Dad. He's like way bigger than you think. Yep. And then he was like, tonight he was like, that guy, that guy's about 7'1". Because he made one shot. He yeah. just shot it over. And he he's, shot it over and he's, Bam. he's a unit he's as well. Big. He's yeah, built, and, and, like, and, not so, muscular. And I was looking at just him. Just big. But I was looking at him tonight and I was like, you know what, Dad? You're right. He is like a a a center version of Larry Bird. Like Larry Bird could post up any small forward that was guarding him. He was, you know, I don't know how he was, but he was too fast for if you put a big guy on him, mm-hmm. and he could post guys up, and he could shoot over athletes because he could put it he put it up so high. So, you know what. I got to give it to my dad. I think my dad is right. You know, he's yeah, and, it, and that's not even high. to mention, you know, the no look passes and the yeah, six yeah, sense yeah, for where the, the open man is and the rebounding. I, you know, and you, yeah, he's just, he's just, he's, he's, he is truly, truly a phenomenal basketball. I mean, he really is, well, because yep. he's not moving. Yep. So give him credit. It was a great game. And I know we're going on about Jokic, but great oh, job. You know, but they, they, they play well. They, they, their team played well, I thought. I mean, my thoughts before the series began is if you're the Miami Heat, you know, Jokic is unstoppable, right? Um, what's right. not unstoppable is his teammates. My emphasis, if I was the Miami Heat, would be to let Jokic score as much as he wants and focus on shutting down Jamal Murray and all the rest of the shooters. Give Jokic single coverage. Don't double-team him. If he's going to score, he's going to score. He's not going to put up 100 points by himself, or at least we think he's not. But if you can slow down Jamal Murray, who had 26 points and 10 assists tonight, and then Aaron Gordon, who had 16, Michael Porter Jr., who had 14, Bruce Brown, who had 10. If you can slow those guys down, then you might have something going there. But what do you think is the game plan the Miami Heat will go for in game two? Well, the first thing, Mo, is you, you gotta, you, you're going to have to control the tempo. And when you're playing against a great player, and I, I firmly believe this in and hear me out on this. You have to take away something. You you just got to take away something. Like, if you allow Jokic to play the game, which he did tonight, he just played. Like, you know, I don't know if they, I mean, clearly, Mo, what, what, what team can play with their star player and he gets like one shot in the first quarter and he still yep. dominates the game? Yep. I mean, think about that, Mo. I mean, that, that's how good he is. So yeah, in, in, in the fourth quarter, in my notes here, the Nuggets were up by 21 and Jokic had only taken five shots. The only time he really got aggressive with his scoring was when Miami hit some threes and cut the lead down to 10. Then he just said, okay, cool. Give me the ball. I'm going to score. So I, I, if I were Miami, I would consider, I don't know what the best option is. I really don't like sometimes I can watch a game and I can say, oh, okay, that's probably We'll give you the best chance to win. If it were me, I would just take away his ability to pass the ball. There we go. I'm just convinced. I'm just convinced, Mo, that if you play against a great player and he has the ability to pass along with his other abilities, you have no chance to beat that player. But Because now he's incorporating a team. Well, well, so I'm just going to take away the team. Even if you take away like the open passes, right, and you stay home on all the role players, He's still big enough and tall enough to find those passes over the top, right? So let's say you take or you you stay home on everyone, right? And you're not giving up any open looks. You're guarding Jokic with single coverage. 
He's he's got the ability to score, but also we've seen, like I said at the start of the show, Aaron Gordon, say for example, he gets a switch. He goes on screens for Jamal Murray and, and the defender switch. And now you've got Gabe Vincent or Max Struess on Aaron Gordon. Jokic is just going to float that ball over the top and Aaron Gordon's going to go to work. So even if he's not finding open shooters in the corner, he can still find guys that can utilize mismatches to make their contribution. So even if you do take away the pass, like you can't stop him from part. You've got no one bigger than him. You say, you, even you were saying they bite on his fakes, a couple pass fakes, a couple shot fakes. He'll find a guy. So there's yeah, that. I, and, and, then, I, I, yeah. and, and then how are you taking away the dribble handoff stuff that him and Jamal Murray run, the two-man action? How are you possibly going to take that away? Well, I, I, I would consider, I would consider playing or starting Kevin Love or, or Cody Zeller. Ke- Kevin I would Love consider. didn't play once again. Yeah, I I would consider that I I just so I can Cody's... match up with their just, <laughs> I, just, I, I, would, I would consider yeah I would start just so just so you can have a big body and match up with them because I don't like the matchup of of Jimmy Butler and Aaron Gordon I don't like that matchup nope I I don't like I I don't like that matchup. I, I think I think he's too big. He's too big and he's too strong. Aaron Gordon. Mm-hmm. And that I don't like that matchup for Jimmy Butler. However, I do think Jimmy Butler playing against Michael Porter Jr. or Caldwell Pope, now you have size on size. Mm-hmm. So look, no one's gonna stop Joker. And I will say this: you're gonna have to double team him. But you can't double team him with Gabe Vincent. He doesn't even see Gabe Vincent. Mm-hmm. He doesn't see Matt Struess. He doesn't see these guys because he's too big himself. Mm-hmm. But if you came to double team him with another big guy, now Cody Zeller can rotate out of the double team. That's why I would go. I think he would do a better job than Kevin Love. However, they both have six fouls. Use them wisely. So that's 12 yeah. fouls that you can you can utilize. And then you can get the matchup you really want, which is which is bam on yeah on 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 the other on um, I think the trouble Jokic. is Miami is just a very small team just in general yeah like the biggest guys coaches that are right gone are the days where they'd have someone like a Joe Anthony or a boy Ronnie Turiaf on the squad just to give them those size and the fouls they've constructed a very small roster and that's the problem against the Nuggets why Jokic is bigger than seven foot Aaron Gordon is he's what six foot nine but he's an athlete, right? He can get up there as well. Mm -hmm. And then Michael Porter Jr. is six foot ten with an automatic release. So that's three guys. He's some foot. Yeah, there we go. He's six eleven. So so the small forward of the Nuggets is bigger than the center of the Heat. That's just a difficult matchup to overcome for the Miami Heat. Um, Having said that, they did do it against the Celtics. The Celtics were a bigger squad than Mm -hmm. them. But then the Celtics also went small with Derek White in the starting lineup instead. So Right, you know, right. and and that's why they come back. So, um, it's going to be interesting how they figure these things out. I think they've definitely found something with Highsmith, who who made a great contribution in the minutes that he came in. But we've got to see if he can make those that same impact in the meaningful minutes in the first half of the game. Um, right. But I I don't know if Cody Zeller can be your solution. They've got Nikola Jovic, not Jokic. Jovic was actually born in the UK. Shout out to him. Uh, the rookie who still hasn't graduated high school um, and Omer Yurtseven from Turkey. They're both 6'11". 
I don't see either of them being able to make contribution. Kevin Love intrigues me. I wonder if the DNP was a coach's decision or if one of those injuries he picked up along the way is nagging him. And then we joked about it before game one. You've got Udonis Haslam. You've got six fouls. Get yourself in there, big fella. Hmm. I mean, you've got to try something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, 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 listen, that, I don't think anything, they, there isn't a solution here. But the thing is, I want Bam, I want Bam to be able to rotate because you can't double him. It's not even about stopping Jokic. It's just about doubling him with the big enough body mode to where he's got to lob it over another 6'9", 6'10". He's guy. such a good passer that even when you bring the double, right, he can sense that double coming and get that pass off before the double team really even traps him. Right. I think the thing that could derail the Devon Nuggets here is just getting too comfortable after that game one win and sweep in the Western Conference Finals. I, I think they're on a high alert. You, you look, Coach Bo, listen. I, I'm just triggered by the Boston Celtics getting too comfortable, so I'm, it's always in the back of my mind. Yeah, yeah, this is a different animal. Coach Malone has these guys ready. Now, that that I'm not worried about. This is the NBA Finals. I'm not worried about that. But, I, again, you got to do something. Like, Mo, I don't have the answer. I mean... Coach Bolster is probably sitting here just like us. There is no answer here. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. What matters is they're going to have to shoot at a high clip. They're going to play incredible basketball and and hope that the Denver Nuggets have an off night. I mean, that's yep. the only solution. And then you've still got to worry about Jamal Murray. Like, Jokic and Murray tonight yep. are the third play, uh, the third pair of teammates ever in NBA Finals history to both record 10-plus assists. Do you know who the other two team pairs of teammates were? Um, well, I hope you know at least one of them. Jordan and Pippen? Yeah. They did it three times. Oh, yeah. Oh, and the wow. others? The other? We've spoken about oh. him already on this show. Oh, oh wow. Larry Bird? Nope. Dennis Johnson? No, I have no, no, no idea. Uh, Magic Johnson and James Worthy, they did it twice. James Worthy. I I wouldn't have thought James Worthy. Big game James. Game. Big game James shows big up in the game, finals. What, 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 a, what a special player he was. Man, shout yeah, out to Big Game James. good. But that's game one of the NBA finals in the books. Wrapped up nicely with a bow for you. Make sure you stay locked into the Hoop Genius podcast for everything you need from the NBA finals and beyond. You know, we've got the finals, then we've got the draft, and then we've got Summer League, and then we've got trades of free agency. And before you know it, we'll be right back in the season. So make sure you subscribe, whether you're on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple, or wherever you get your podcast from, and stay locked in with us. We're here for you. The best coverage of the NBA. The only coverage you need. You know where to find us. Most importantly, much like the Denver Nuggets tonight, get buckets.